Before we start on with the show, the Second Generation Banana Podcast would like to acknowledge that this is a Canadian podcast in Edmonton, Alberta, and is hosted on Treaty 6 territory, a traditional meeting grounds, gathering place, and traveling route to the Cree, Dene, Blackfoot, Soto, Nakota Sioux, as well as the Métis. We acknowledge all the many First Nations, Métis, and Inuit whose footsteps have marked these lands for centuries. Thank you for listening. Hey everybody, welcome back. I'm your host, Kui Eric. I'm a cis male, my pronouns are him, his. And you are listening to the SGB Second Generation Banana Podcast. In every episode, we dive into real and entertaining stories with a hint of some whitewashed Asian flavor. Uh, today's our 17th episode. We'll be uh, joined by a dear good friend of mine as a guest on the show. Her name is Jocelyn. Uh, we'll get to her in a minute. I just have some quick news to go over here. My cousin Jenna uh, actually got married to Austin who was uh, her boyfriend for a long time uh, the other week. They had a beautiful wedding reception in Canmore. So just wanted to start off by saying congratulations to both of you and to Austin. Very happy to have you officially in the family. I know that COVID weddings can be crazy and I can't even think of the planning involved, but they made it right. Uh, to those of you that are fans of AG Raphael, he also proposed to his girlfriend, Alyssa, over the past weekend, which was really cool to see. And uh, I just had a really quick story here about zoom weddings i don't know if i told it before on the podcast uh but i had i was invited to uh, my friend erica's uh, wedding that was over zoom and the thing about zoom is you can change the backgrounds uh, on the video so i was uh <laughs> i was playing around actually uh trying to get everything right for the podcast and trying to see set my background and whatever um and i guess that like i had already preset a background um on there before i entered this wedding so i was there and i was uh i had entered the wedding you know it's zoom there's all these people they're all dressed nicely suits dresses very excited and uh i came on and um my background was from outer space (laughs) so it was really fucking embarrassing i i like i I logged in you know i was so happy i was like you know like tears came to my eyes and i'm like oh fuck like uh (laughs) i had to leave and come back but you know i just thought that was really funny um oh yeah uh anybody remember the old mighty ducks movies from the 90s uh i do i recently binge watched all of them this past weekend uh (laughs) so disney recently announced the official reboot titled mighty ducks game changers with emilio estevez reprising his role as coach gordon bombay and uh, introducing new cast member Lauren Graham, who was joining the show. The commercial dropped recently, and you can find it on YouTube. The funny moment uh, on the show was when one of the short, chubby kids talks about not wanting to play hockey because, and I'll, I'll quote this, he has more of a podcaster's body. And uh, I can agree with that. I, you know, podcaster's body right here. <laughs> Uh, so the, re- the reboot came on the date of Disney's 2020 Investor Day, where they also introduced new Marvel trailers for WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Loki, Hawkeye, and What If. Marvel also introduced new shows coming out, including Ironheart, Armor Wars, Secret Invasion. Uh, and lastly, on Marvel News, there was confirmation of a plethora, plethora of actors conformed for the upcoming Spider-Man 3 movies. Most of these announcements included cast members from the previous Two Sony Spider-Man franchises, including Tobey Maguire, Kristen Dunst, or, sorry, Kirsten Dunst, 
Alfred Molina, Andrew Garfield, Emma Stone, and Jamie Foxx. On top of that, we have heard that Charlie Cox, who played Daredevil in the TV series on Netflix, will arrive as well. And as well as Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange. I fucking love multiverses. Uh, in sports news, Giannis signed, Giannis Antetokounmpo signed Supermax extension with the Bucks and won't be coming to Toronto anytime soon. That's enough of that. I'm not going to, that was really depressing. And we're going to move on. Uh, in CTV news, so this was the big news. If you live in Alberta, there was an article from Diego Romero uh, on December 8th. So he talks about the province-wide lockdown that Alberta is currently in. So I'm just going to read a little bit from this article. Uh, Alberta is banning all social gatherings, closing restaurants, gyms, and hair salons, and making masks mandatory across the province to curb the spread of COVID-19. The limit on indoor and outdoor social gatherings and province-wide mandatory mask uh, mandate were effective. Uh, Close contacts are limited to within homes and people who live alone can still have up to two close contacts. Uh, So these following restrictions became effective as of December uh, December 13th. Uh, Restaurants, bars, and cafes will be closed to in-person services, uh, but takeout, curbside, pickup, and deliveries will be allowed. So that's good news for those of us that don't cook. Uh, (laughs) Schweitzer, who's the Ministry of Jobs, Economy, and Innovation, said that small and medium businesses can get another $15,000 as part of a provincial relaunch grant. The government handed out $5,000 in the spring, and businesses who didn't apply then can get the full $20,000 in support. So, you know, if you listen to some of the previous podcasts, this affects um, businesses such as Compound. So I'm lucky that they are able to get some help at this time. Um, outdoor recreation is permitted with people in the same household. Some health services such as physiotherapy, acupuncture, shelters for the vulnerable, and emergency services will remain open. Uh, retail stores and malls can remain open, but at 15% capacity and curbside pickup and delivery services will be allowed. But if you've seen uh, West Edmonton Mall lately, uh, and some of the pictures that came out, uh, definitely looks like more than 15%. Little, you know, it's a little, little too uncomfortable for me. Um, uh, you know, if you can do online shopping, I definitely recommend that. Just I, uh, also starting Sunday, the government is making it mandatory to work from home for those that are able to do so. The new restrictions do not affect schools and the restrictions will be in place for at least four weeks, meaning Albertans are not allowed to visit their families during the holidays, so, which is really unfortunate. Um, I know that uh, a lot of people kind of share the same sentiments, whereas, you know, if we made these changes ahead of time, maybe we could have a chance at seeing family before Christmas, but you know, it is what it is. It's, it's really tough on some people. Um, so be kind. Um, I know there's going to be a lot of people we disagree with, especially if you like to <laughs> look at comment Facebook comments, uh, such as myself. It's easy to get into fights on there, um, but um, please be kind. Um, if you saw on the latest, uh, it was on the news recently, but um, Doug Schweitzer, who I mentioned earlier, the Ministry of Jobs, Economy, and Innovation, member of the UCP party, as part of the press conference, he was recorded walking up to the podium, pretending to wash his hands with hand sanitizer when he clearly didn't and also left his mask on the podium twice. This, you know, I, this was embarrassing because, like, this is not only embarrassing for, like, Edmonton and Alberta, but, like, I started seeing this video on meme pages, like, internationally, like, people in the States, like, people were just roasting this guy. I was like, great. Our, thanks for making our city and province look good. Um, whatever. Um, let's talk about the podcast for a little bit. I came out with a PSA on my Instagram page, um, talking a little bit about how I wanted to let listeners know that it was important that if you were ever interested in being a guest on the show, 
you lo, lo, I'm going to say this twice, okay? If you were ever interested in being a guest on the show, you don't need to be Asian. Okay, one more time. If you were ever interested in being a guest on the show, you don't need to be Asian. The reason I bring this up is because um, for myself, when I try to get guests on the show, it's very random. Sometimes it's like, I'm feeling, I'm feeling like I want to talk about this topic. I'm feeling like I want to invite this guest. It's very, very randomized. But the guests I've had, they're all wonderful people. And I know this next guest will be as well. Um, but one of the people I was talking to, they told me how they were like, they just didn't want to do it. They're like, Eric, don't associate me with Filipino people. And I was like, what? Uh, (laughs) I don't, I don't know. Maybe if it was like my phrasing of how I like was trying to sell the show to them. I talked about Asian empowerment, all these things, but literally like, that's just, you know, the ending segments. Like I, of course I want to promote Asian empowerment. It's, an Asian show and Asian people aren't represented on the media. I talked about community shout outs, how that's a constant because community is so important to me, but please, I, <laughs> I've, I've already had three black friends on the show. I we're having a white guy in the, on the show next time. <laughs> Stay tuned for that. It's, it's going to be a good time. So please um, don't let that stop you. Um, I'd love to have, I'd love to have people on the show, whether I know you very well, like uh, Jocelyn coming up soon. Or whether I don't need know, know you at all, like um, like Mavi and Rika at uh, Intent Coffee, they're great people. Um, lastly, the last thing I want to, I know it's sorry, it's a longer session or segment today. The last thing I want to talk about talk about was that I was recently approached by the Instagram page Pinoy's on Parliament. There were a group asking me to be a part of an interview with one of the chairs of Pinoy's on Parliament to explain their upcoming events uh, in February. And also include it on the show sometimes. So, you know, I told them, uh, you know, <laughs> we, I, I, this is a small time show. I'm very grateful that I'm, for whatever reason, I was able to reach them. Um, I'm happy to help. I don't know shit <laughs> about what's going on. So I'm happy to listen and, and do what I can. Uh, just a reminder, I, there is no, you know, there's no advertisements on the show. I don't make any money. This is all for fun. Um, just having a good time promoting good people and good places. So, you know, all chill vibes from here. Uh, speaking about chill, I want to introduce my friend on the show, Jocelyn. Jocelyn, thanks for coming. Thanks, Eric. Jocelyn, how are you doing today? I'm not doing too. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm, uh, yeah, it's, it's good. Lots of changes, but good. That's good. Well, yeah. it sounds good for the most part. Um, I have a little introduction here for Jocelyn. Uh, oh Jocelyn's been a, <laughs> she's been a friend of mine since 2012. Uh, we ran into really? each other. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes, damn it. <laughs> we ran into each other while taking classes at St. Joe's High School, and we are the same age. Uh, I've always known Jocelyn to be a great listener and a great friend of mine. I find her very mature for her age, a quick thinker, and she gives off those uh, mom vibes, uh, <laughs> just in how planned and how organized she is. She always has like, like, she always has the next steps to me. She's always, as an adult, she's just further along than I am. Let's just get to the point. That's what I was trying to get at here. Uh, <laughs> uh, we became very close friends and she learned to know a lot of my close friends and family. And we managed to stay in touch. Um, she still actually teaches piano, I believe. No, I've slowly like faded everyone off. No, <laughs> no. Okay, no worries. Uh, and 
Jocelyn, you have recently moved out. Uh, you live with your boyfriend and you work for a bank. Yes. And yeah, I, I recently saw, small. sorry. I work for a small bank. Yes. You work for a small bank. And I recently yeah. saw news that like there's some changes happening at work. So did you want to talk about that? Sure. Yeah. Um, so I was, uh, the position I'm leaving now is uh, I was a teller being in the front line, uh, an essential service. So now I'm working on the back end um, with the bank. So I'm doing registered products. So just like TFSAs, um, R uh, RSPs and RIFs and RIFs. I don't so. really know what any of that was, um, okay. but uh, <laughs> I guess the, the easy low hanging fruit joke here is to say, um, is it because you're Asian that like you worked in a position that deals with math? Oh, it doesn't deal with math at all, Eric. <laughs> okay. Well, that, that just shows you how little I know about what's going on. <laughs> uh, That's okay. So, uh, let's, so that was my intro. I have a few starter questions uh, here for you. Okay. Uh, just to kind of also be icebreakers and to introduce you to the audience. Mm -hmm. uh, so let's go ahead. Uh, so Jocelyn, what kind of Asian are you? I am, my parents are from Brunei and I think our ancestors are from Malaysia. So I just tell people I'm Malaysian. Nice. Mm -hmm. what, what is, um, what are like common stereotypes that people have about Malaysia? Um, I think people always made bad jokes about like the planes, you know, the planes crashing and everything. Oh and I'm shit. Like, hmm. What? Okay. Oh, Malaysian Airlines. Yeah. Oh shit. So, yeah. So it's the bad jokes for those. Or um, a lot of people always ask me if I'm Filipino and I'm like, no. They're like, oh, you're very dark for an Asian. I'm like, oh yeah, very dark. You know, I, go like, to, I use the sun and everything. So. Yeah, well, exactly. Have you uh, have you ever been? Uh, Malaysia, yes. I've been to a small portion. Um, it's the neighboring of Singapore. So whichever one that was. I can't remember right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> no worries. So is that close to where they uh, shot Crazy Rich Asians? Uh, yes, I think so. So Crazy Rich Asians was shot in Singapore and Malaysia as well. So I don't know which part of Malaysia, but Singapore, yes. I've been to the one, the places in Singapore. Nice. So I guess like, um, what are some common Malaysian names? Uh, I, <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. We're just like normal names. Normal. <laughs> what do you mean normal <laughs> names? Like, um, just thinking, like my friend's name are like Aaron. He's Malaysian. Okay, Nicole. so like English names. Yeah, like just regular names, Eric. Okay, okay. I was I was wondering because like uh, there's another podcast I listen to where like they try to guess your ethnicity based off of your name. And so, you know, when I think Jocelyn, I don't know, like Malaysian isn't the first thing that comes to mind. Mm -hmm. Right? It's more so French, I was just right? wondering. Yeah. Yeah. It's more of a French name. One of the whites. More. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so let's, let's talk, let's, let's talk. What is, what is new? What's going on? What's, what are these new changes that you're experiencing? Is it, is it puberty? <laughs> no, Eric, I've like hit puberty before you. So, okay. And, Go ahead. Uh, yeah. So the new changes are, you know, just like going to a new job, right? So a new position, 
fact, I'm starting tomorrow. So uh, I, I have working from home now, so I have to get everything set up and all the technology set up. Um, so that's new. Um, another new thing for me is that like recently was that I moved in with my boyfriend um, over the summer. Um, and yeah, so, you know, those are definitely new changes in my life that, um, that I'm like, just going with the flow. So nice, nice. So, um, how do you feel about like these new stricter regulations that are going on? And I know you said that you're moving to working from home. Uh, Mm -hmm. is this, is this something that's new to you or have you ever done it before? How do you feel? It's uh, it's definitely something new. I have never done this before. Um, part of me is excited that, you know, I don't have to be in the front line and, you know, deal with clients face to face. And, um, but it's also like staying at home, you know, saves gas. I can just wake up, turn on my, you know, my technology and, you know, brush my hair. And I think, I think, I think it'll be an interesting, interesting change for sure. But we'll have to, you have to get in touch with me next year and see how it goes. So. Oh, okay. Well, next year when you, bec- when you uh, move into that CEO position, I get it. Oh yeah. Uh, right. No. <laughs> okay. So I read this um, article recently. No, it wasn't recently. This was a while ago. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and it talked about how like this one guy, I think this very conservative person talked about how he felt that like people that work from home should still keep up with the routine of like, he talked about like wearing a suit. If you wear a suit to work, you should wear it when you're working from home. What do you think of a statement like that? Um, I think it depends on the person. Like, um, so I have like another friend who starts work at 6 a.m. And to help her get ready, she wakes up at 5 and does her routine every day. Like she wakes up, puts on makeup, uh, puts on work clothes, so, and then eats breakfast and then just gets ready for work. So she's just ready. And her, her mind is set into uh, being able to work. But then there's other people who are just, you know, wake up out of bed, turn on their you know, laptops and then just get cracking at work. So I guess it just depends on the type of person you are. So what kind of person do you think you're going to be? Uh, well, we'll, we'll see, uh, you know, we'll see about the week or two. And if I have, obviously sometimes um, if there's like meetings and stuff, so like surprise meetings. So obviously I'm going to have to have like a blazer right behind me or something and throw my blankets away. <laughs> so see, I, I think it's so funny that you say that because um, I'm definitely like, you know, me, I'm definitely the kind of person that like, I'll get as much sleep in as I can. And yes. <laughs> I'm very blessed in this current position that I'm at. If for those of you that don't know, in my nine to five job, I am, I am a social worker. I'm very blessed in my current position where, um, I'm able to just, um, track my hours and basically make my own schedule. So we have to work like a certain amount of hours per week. And then I can divide that up throughout the week. If I choose, if I want to work on weekends, I can do that. If I don't want to, I can do that as well. If I want to sleep in, I can do that as long as like, I'm not missing important meetings and I get my work done. So I think that's a very privileged, privileged position where I'm at, (laughs) but um, also one that's very easy to, to take advantage of. And so sometimes like, uh, you definitely like for me, I found that I would need to really incorporate a sense of discipline and uh, routine to really get mm-hmm. things by. Um, you know, as this is also my first job out of school. So for me, like it, it took a lot of big steps, like in the adulting world. And if there's any advice I can give to you, 
anyone that's listening that's also feeling like, oh, I'm a new adult, the best thing you could do is go find people that are more of an adult than you. So <laughs> for me, that was you, Jocelyn. Oh, thanks. Um, I really took up a lot of uh, your qualities. Uh, well, I didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't take them up. I admired <laughs> them from afar, wishing that I could have them. Uh, <laughs> One day. One day, Eric. Yeah, exactly. So uh, how does it feel to be almost 30? I mean, you're two weeks older than I am. So why don't you answer that first? That's a, that's a good question. Uh, to me, I will always, I will always be a child at heart. Um, so we'll see. <laughs> uh, okay. I've been told that like, I've, I have like this, um, charm that if I were a baby, it would be cute, but as an adult, it's just weird. <laughs> Who said that? Uh, we, we, we can talk about that after the show. Okay. Um, but, uh, <laughs> so I think for me, like I, I think um, as long as like I'm just happy, um, able to be myself, not at a job that I hate, I'll be okay. I actually recently had a friend um, that was uh, that told me from my work that they were recently quitting, and on top of that, it sucks because they're a good friend of mine. But on top of that, um, they told me that they were going back to school and taking a whole other like program, like they were changing their career entirely. So when I heard that, well, first of all, I was like, well, what the fuck? Like, you're like, you're leaving me, you're ditching me. Um, but like later on, it's like, well, you know, everybody, everybody makes these decisions and do and does like what, what's the best option for them. Like I talked on this, on this podcast earlier, um, in another episode where I dropped out of nursing and it worked out for me. So, um, I guess like to bring you into it, Jocelyn, you can go deeper into this or not <laughs> okay but uh, um <laughs> at what points in your like developing growing adult life um were you able to be like okay well this is a, a job i want to be in or like how did you come to decide upon this stage like i guess career-wise so with career i um uh, so after high school i just went straight to um went straight to upgrading because clearly my marks wasn't good enough and so and then after that I decided to go to Nate um, I feel like I needed to get some sort of post-secondary education right so I decided to go into business management at Nate and finish my diploma after that I had some connections and I really enjoyed catering um, so I got into uh, working at a catering company um, with like administration like picking up phone calls and putting orders in for people. And after that, I was promoted to being a, an assistant for the accountant and doing delivering and, you know, being on site. So I had a lot of experience there for like a couple years. And then after that, I realized that, you know, I don't want to be like hauling dishes and dirty dishes and serving food by the time I'm 30. So you know, um, maybe it's time to, to take a break from everything. So I did quit that job and I probably took a break for like, I want to say at least like four months. Like I probably worked at piano, picked up odd jobs here and there, taught private students. And then um, a job up, my friend uh, asked me if I wanted to work at the bank. And I was like, hmm, okay, let's give it a try. So 
now here I am three years later. <laughs> it sounds like you're very like flexible, like whatever kind of opportunities are out there, you kind of like see what's available and then see mm -hmm. how it would like work with your lifestyle and then consider it and then see if you make the jump. Yeah. So it's always a, uh, for me, it's always about like, if someone gives you like a golden ticket, why, why would you not take it? Right. Just take it. Right. See how it goes. If you don't like it, there's, there's always other opportunities too. Right. So. But did you ever have like a, a set kind of like when I'm, when I grow up, like when you were a kid, when I was, when I grow up, I want to be like this, like, like what, what did you ever, did you ever come across that or? Mm -hmm. Like, so when I was much younger, um, I enjoyed playing piano and I just wanted to be a piano teacher. But then, um, so the, uh, the boss at the studio asked me if I wanted to become a piano teacher. So I started from um, probably age like 13, 14 till about like 25. So I literally worked there for almost like 10 years. And I started from, you know, filing papers, putting papers away, like teaching students, like the younger kids, and then developing more knowledge in teaching like um, higher level kids and prepping them for exams to, um, I was teaching private lessons for a while. And so now, yeah, so that was what I wanted. But then obviously I reached that goal and I'm like, okay, well, what am I gonna do now? Like, I don't really wanna open up my own studio. That's, that's just like a lot of work and that's not what I'm into. And I'm like, you know what, maybe I'll just, you know, just go with the flow and, and see how, see where my life takes me. And, you know, from my business management degree, well, business management diploma, I, I'm, that's also a new change is that I'm actually working towards my degree as well too at Nate. Um, so I'm working full time, school full time and, you know, um, and then, yeah, I just went with the bank and then, yeah, I'm here. It's like, it's great benefits, job security. Like, you know, I, I'm not working 12 hours, like clearing dishes and, you know, um, sucking up to rich clients. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just a, a better boring life that, you know, it's a work, it's a, it's a work life balance. That's, that's pretty much what it is. But you said it's still boring. Well, you like, you know how people say you have a boring nine to five job? Like, yeah, I guess I kind of, well, I guess if there's no challenge for you, then yes, I, I agree. But, you know, for me, there's, there's always new challenges and new opportunities. For sure. I yeah. feel like it's, it's just interesting that you say that to me because like, um, I think, I think we can, I can say we, we grew up kind of similar to the extent where like uh, a lot of like Asian families, they try to prioritize you getting in school finding mm -hmm. a job just getting comfortable and just set for life but like there, like for me like there comes a point where it's like well i love my job i love what i'm doing but like i also want to like enjoy my life too so i know you talked about like how much you loved piano and then you, you taught piano for a while mm -hmm. but like when you talk about like the work-life balance how are you able to like have your like hobbies and other things in there as well mm -hmm. so with working like nine to five eight to four thirty or like eight thirty to five um everything like once work is done that's it right like you don't take anything home and um that's what i like about that and then so after that um 
either go to the gym or you know go out to eat with their friends assuming everyone else works like a normal normal hour job too right um and it's just nice to have a social life too outside of work right because you're you're always with your coworkers like you know 80 percent of your day and and now you can you know just relax and breathe and you know do what you want to do right so it sounds very like peaceful and um mm-hmm like secured but do you ever yes. like have those like inklings to want to just do something like random like take a leap like join the military shave your hair uh <laughs> those are extremes of course <laughs> but like um like have you um i guess the only thing that i would probably consider doing is if my significant other decides to um go across the country or move there or something i would pick up everything and leave too that's the only extent that i would probably do see i i like that because it's it seems like there's like you talked about like having that security but you also have that flexibility that and the that if, if something were better to, to come along you would do that not talking about your boyfriend uh, <laughs> <laughs> no that that is a joke uh i love your boyfriend um <laughs> do you do you eric <laughs> yes 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 i i can't I'll, I'll be honest though the when he was on my birthday last year i can't remember if that was the first time we met or if we'd met before that i think you met before that i think he went to your hockey games too oh yes he did fuck okay i'm an asshole <laughs> thank you again for that Emmett. um oh you remembered his name that's yes so sweet yes <laughs> uh so uh yeah why don't uh why, why don't we talk about Emmett? uh sure where where did you guys meet how did it all start where did the magic where did the magic begin long story are you ready eric let's do it (laughs) listeners are you ready yeah let's do it (laughs) um so a lot of people do know how we met and everything so um so when i worked at uh the bank i was the receptionist at the time and so you know as a receptionist you have to say hi to everyone and you know just greet everyone politely and uh timely matter and everything and he used to come in quite a bit um at least almost like two three times a week i never knew his name i just always said hi right you know you just eventually you just see start seeing people's faces and everyone just starts looking familiar but i never knew who he was and then you know after a while we just started talking right he usually he would come by my desk and stop and then we would just chat for a little bit and then he'll go to the teller and then come back stop and chat for a bit and then leave and then, um, I guess so that, went, that went on for a bit. And then slowly he stopped coming um, because I guess they were just using other services now. And I was kind of sad. So, but I would see him like once a month or once every two months or so. So it's not like it was like, it's not there. But uh, yeah, so he would, we would come over and we'd just chat for like a long time. Like, you know, how are you? I haven't seen you in a while. Like, what are you up to? Like, how's work? You know, just little things. And over time, I guess it doesn't help when all your coworkers are like, oh, go ask for his number, go ask for his number. Don't worry, don't worry. We'll, we'll, we'll cover the phone and we'll, co- we'll take care of you. Just, just ask for his number. I was like, well, it's kind of, kind of peer pressured, but, but I, I actually did like this guy too. So I was like, oh, you know, uh, maybe not. He probably has a girlfriend at home. You know, he's, you know, most likely good looking guys already have, a, have someone at home and, you know, don't really want to. You don't, you don't want to be like, you know, the home record, right? So Yeah, but you, don't, you, don't, you don't know at this point. Exactly, I don't. But. At this point, he's, uh, let me get this straight. At this point in time of the story, 
this is just a customer that you fancied. Yeah. But you didn't know, you didn't have his social media, you didn't have his phone number yet. No, but I did find him on social media. Okay. Oh, as yes. stalker I am. Yes. Let's, let's just make sure to add that in. Uh, Jocelyn is very <laughs> good at Facebook stalking. Okay, continue. Yeah, that's fine. Um, and so I found him, but like I didn't know if he was single, right? So my friends who were the tellers at the time obviously did some digging and asked like certain questions. So, um, and then I had someone who literally went up to him and was like, so do you have a girlfriend? He's like, and his answer was not at the moment. So that to me was like, okay, he probably has someone like, they're like, no, no, that means he's single. I'm like, oh, maybe I'm reading too much into it. So yeah, so there's that. And then what happened was um, he asked me what I like doing, like, you know, like hobbies outside of work. Because all we did was talk about work. And I was like, and by this time, I've already stalked him. So I knew he liked running. And I was like, oh, I love running. Like, he said, oh, really? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. He's like, we should run sometime. I'm like, great idea. We totally should. And then months went by. And then I had to cancel the first run because um, I had a meeting. So I had so I didn't have his number at this time, right? So we, we were set to go to, to do this group. You were supposed to go for a run and you didn't have each other's numbers? No. Is this we like the, to meet. the 70s where you're like, meet me at the old park by noon? Like. <laughs> so we were supposed to meet at this, uh, this one location. And then I didn't have his number, but I knew where he worked. So I had to cancel on him the day of. So I called him. I was so nervous. I was like, Hi, I'm so sorry. I have to cancel. So, okay, bye. <laughs> and then um, a few months went by, and I didn't see him. I think I went on vacation, and then, um, and then he came back again. You know, and I asked him. I was like, "Hey, um, you know, when when are we going for a run again?" He's like, "What do you mean again? You canceled on me last time. So, you know, when do you, when do you want to go for a run?" I was like, "Okay." So made plans to go for a run i asked for his number this time because you know nice so it'll be it'll be good so i asked him for his number so he wrote it on a little sticky i still have that sticky by the way oh, him writing cute. his number and then once he left i turned around to all my coworkers and i was like hey i got it i got his number <laughs> so that was uh september two years ago 2018 2018 like about December September 2018 and so we went for a run and the day after he went to Australia for like two weeks so um so yeah he and then we just you know just kept chatting back and forth and then um we started going to like shows together like seeing concerts and stuff and then after a while obviously we started hanging out more and um he asked me, he was like, hey, so um, where do you see this going? And I was like, well, you know, I told him, I was like, I really like you, right? Like, obviously, I'm spending more time with you, getting to know you. I really liked you. And he said, I'm not ready right now for a relationship. And I was, yeah, so he friend-zoned me. Oh, my gosh. Um, this, is, this sounds like a drama. Like, I, I love this. <laughs> You're great at storytelling. Please so continue. So there was that. Um, and I was like, okay. Um, yeah, he's just like, he's just mentally not ready right now. And I was like, okay, like, that's fine, right? And uh, and then we just kept talking. So that was October, November. Um, you know, we still hung out and stuff like that. But like, you know, you know, just as friends. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I could definitely use another guy friend. So, 
and then um and then he i asked him again i was like hey like do you see us like potentially dating in the future or like i don't know what's going on with your life but like you know like i obviously am interested in you and have been for like you know the past like whole year of 2018 but you know that's fine um or like you know and then he was like i don't know but like he's like i'm I'm actually just not ready and i was like okay like okay whatever so this is like november and then i think at the end i went to singapore for a couple weeks and, and we were still talking like you know back and forth on like messenger um even though i wasn't planning on talking to him but we just ended up talking and sharing memes and everything and pictures on my trip and then i came back and then and then it was like christmas break so he went to go home he went to go visit his brother in calgary and came back and we had to go to a concert around that time too when he came back um well what really happened was that like he saved me because my friends took me out to go drink and then I was literally like drunk so he had to come save me and take all my drinks and take like take all the drinks and then he lived like a block or two by so wait he saved you by picking you up and drinking all your drinks yes I I wouldn't (laughs) have to drink it (laughs) I was already like I was I was already pretty drunk at this time, and my friend's like, "Oh, it's okay. Like you'll sober up. Like just sleep in the car or something." And I was like, oh, "Okay." So, and plus we have to work. I had to work the next day, right? And then there was a concert at the end of the day. So, um, so yeah, so yeah, so he picked me up, and you know, he actually let me like nap for a bit at his place before I went home, right? Um, so my knight in shining arm armor there, um, and then went to work, and then came back um, and we went to a concert together and then I told him I was like you know I, I, I like really like you and um, I, I don't know I was like I it was it was kind of hard because I really liked him but I was like oh he might not he, he probably just wants to be friends again or whatever he's like you know <laughs> I like you too and I was like really Aww. Aww. and then uh, and then yeah he was like yeah, do you want to go to my work Christmas party with me in January? I was like, wait, is this you like asking me out to be your girlfriend or is this just me being your date for your Christmas party? He's like, no, no, this is me asking you out to be my girlfriend. I was like, okay, yes, of course, I'll come <laughs> with you. Were you going to be like, because that's going to determine my outfit. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. And so I asked him, I was like, what, what made you change your mind? He's like, well, you know, you've been pretty patient with me and I've talked to couple couple of my friends when he was in Calgary and his his female friends and you know his family like they know like oh yeah there's this friend named Jocelyn that he hangs around with all the time but you know I'm not gonna say anything but because it's his life but yeah and then now we're together uh it's almost three years at the end of this month that is very cute. Do you remember what concert it was for? Uh, the concert, I think. Uh, well, it was t- actually a rave that we went to. Uh, so it was. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. So wait, this was okay. So the, it was the rave, and then you're the work party. Yes. Okay. Okay. Because like, <laughs> I just imagined you guys like 
like just blitzed out of your mind oh, yeah, like no. loud music you're like i really <laughs> like you what i said i fucking like you You know what i mean like with the no 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 like in the background and people passing out like <laughs> yeah no his work party was like january so um so yeah <laughs> okay very very cute so you guys moved in together you've been living together for quite some time now mm-hmm. um and you're very spontaneous so if anything changes you're gonna move along with it yeah so wow you've got a, you got a lot of stuff here going on right now mm-hmm. i hope so <laughs> <laughs> well Emmett is a great guy and thank you for sharing that story it was very cute so i guess if we if we were to review this right mm-hmm. and and take a look at Emmett's playbook and what worked let's review okay if okay so if you're a single guy listening to this right now these are the steps you need to take to get a girlfriend one go bother someone at work all the time (laughs) two wait for them to make the first move and then reject them (laughs) uh and then what's next three get ditched while planning for a run together uh what else what else am i missing here um and then uh just wait just wait for her to make the rest of the moves and then when you're ready say yes <laughs> pretty much but I, uh yeah go ahead Jocelyn, I, I know you're very like from your personality you're, you're very like assertive like if you want something you're gonna go out and get it which is different i find compared to a lot of girls that you find out there mm-hmm. why why would you say that um why are you like this like <laughs> like what what um what what's kind of made you take this approach as opposed to like the other way around and like i'll just wait for them to make the right move i feel that um if you keep on waiting you'll be waiting forever and that forever might not come and so i feel like you just have to just have to go for it especially you know that feeling you get when you know something's really special i probably had this feeling like a couple times to be honest i was like hmm, this is really special whether it's like a friend or like like a certain guy or you know just another family member so i was like hmm i get this weird feeling I'm like hmm, i'm gonna go after this and i had a timeline too right like if you was if you didn't want to be together um i i, I would have dropped it right i eventually would have dropped it and him to be honest but yeah so like through it all you had like your beliefs your own timeline yeah like everything was going according to you and if things didn't line up the way they were going to or they didn't work out for you you had no problem dropping them at all Mm -hmm. if it didn't align even though it'd be hard but yes see this like to me like that is that is great because yeah like and this is not to say all relationships should be like this. Like this is no. to say this worked for you, right? But I know some people out there, it's very, it's hard. It's hard taking that first step. It's hard mm-hmm. trusting your instinct. It's hard trusting your gut. But, you know, I, I think I feel the same way as you. Like when you, when something feels right and you get a good sense, uh, I'm not going to say <laughs> the right aura, you know, the, the or vibes, energy however people say it these days but like you just feel it you know it's and it's mm-hmm. it's very very nice welcoming and and 
you think if it's worth it, then why not fight for it, right? Yeah. I think so many people are afraid, and I'm speaking from experience here. I don't want to like make these statements and be like, I am all knowing, but <laughs> but I, I think a lot of true. oh yes, <laughs> very very much so. Um, but I think that a lot of people are so scared of taking that first step, so mm-hmm. scared of rejection. Um, have you gone through a lot of rejection? To get when I was to younger, yeah. That kind of like to get you to where you have this mindset now. Mm-hmm. Um, normally, I would know if um, if the other party is interested, right? So, but this one, I just I couldn't tell. So, <laughs> with Emmett, I I couldn't tell. It was very hard, and I was like, and I had to like poke and pry a little bit. And I'm like, hmm, I like this guy, but I don't know how he feels about me. So obviously, I had. My coworkers at that time cheer me on and, you know, my, my girls as well too. Like everyone has like, I've literally told the story about him to probably every single person and almost a good chunk of my friends has played a part into us getting together and I thank them for it. So, yep, y'all be invited to the wedding. <laughs> you hear that all of the second generation banana listeners, uh, just DM Jocelyn for your invite. Uh <laughs> That's great. Um, so I had a couple questions here. Um, these were brought on by a mutual friend of ours. Oh boy! Uh, they go by the name Don Spinks on Instagram, otherwise oh, yes. known as Melanie. Yep. Um, so Melanie has four questions for you. Uh, the first question is: Is your boyfriend tired of the food pics yet? yes he probably is so um what i do is i always take pictures of the food or i take a picture of him with the food and he always makes like this face of like you know it's like oh again so but he's (laughs) used to um every time we go out well when we used to go out now obviously well when we do take out he would display it out for me so i can take a picture and then i'll tell him okay it's good so then he'll start digging in so (laughs) Awesome. very loyal so i i have to ask because like my girlfriend is sort of the same way um actually wait maybe, maybe not um <laughs> but for me like actually I'll, I'll ask i'll ask the next guest this as well because um the next guest is a foodie from edmonton just a little hint um but why why is it that there's a fascination with like taking pictures like aren't you hungry like, isn't that the reason you come to a restaurant? Yes. And, like, don't you want to eat, like, right away? Like, It's funny, com- coming from a guy perspective like that. So, f- coming from a girl- girl's perspective, like, especially since we have, like, um, a more of a social, like, a social networking, um, I obviously want to take a picture to show my friends, like, hey, this is what I got from this place, and you guys should try it out, too, because look how good it looks, right? So, it's not just about the aesthetics and everything. It's about, like, hey, don't forget to support, like, local foods. Like, this place is great. Or, like, you know, like, today I posted about um, bubble tea, and I'm, like, from Dream Tea. I'm, like, hey, guys, don't forget Dream Tea. Like, I haven't had them in a while, and they're good. They're still good. They're local, so. <laughs> mm-hmm, definitely. That's why, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> uh, second question. Favorite ice cream flavor? Oh, man. Okay, so I think my favorite one so far is uh 
either the white rabbit ice cream and i got this in like asia or like the the thai tea ice cream nice. exotic flavors is what i like okay okay a little bougie yeah. I, I get it uh three uh question three do you miss the rave life um yes and no um i do miss it because you know it's like all your friends get together and you know it's like oh y'all everyone looks so cute let's take photos and let's dance to like you know the dj's live and it's just great but you know i don't miss it only because like you know you save money <laughs> yeah you save money and but it's also like a little a mini vacation too to be honest so um even like chasing summer in calgary it was a it was definitely a mini vacation like a mini weekend vacation and that was very nice um to see friends um but I do, eventually, I do want to go to the big ones, right? So, like, EDC Japan, DEFCON, um, Tomorrowland. Um, yeah, any of those big ones is our next goal in life. Nice. And we'll definitely have to get vaccinated before that starts happening again. Yes. Unless absolutely. you live in Australia or, like, these other places that are yes. COVID-free. Uh, mm-hmm. Australia is vaccine is is covid free now because obviously everyone listens and um taiwan is free is covid free too because they had a rave there and everyone was good so nice i have a quick quick story before we get on to the fourth question um but before i get to that sorry yeah before we even get to that story if you were single yeah would you because you're out there enjoying the rave experience Mm -hmm. Would you be annoyed or would you welcome someone trying to like hit on you at a rave? Mm. It's a weird question. I'll, I'll explain why I'm asking, but go ahead. Okay. I feel, I think um, it depends, right? Like I would prefer, like, I think everyone's always in their own zone when they're, when they're there. Right. So me explaining that I'm the mom, so I would take care of everyone, like, you know, make sure everyone's good, everyone has water, hydrated, like, I'm, I'm driver, I'm DD, right, like, you know, you guys just, and I would take care of my friends, so, I don't know, I, I feel like, like, I feel like I kind of would be annoyed, only because, like, you know, I'm here, I have a responsibility to do, like, you know, I want to have fun, I want to be me, but, you know, go away, so. <laughs> okay, no, hey, that's a great answer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the reason I bring that up is when I was um, in junior high, uh, mm-hmm. I went with my friend Alexi to the Sean Kingston concert. Mm-hmm. And we talked about how like, oh man, like there's so many gr- Keep in mind, we're like 16, right? Or maybe 14 actually. And we're, we're thinking like, man, like there's so many beautiful girls here. Like the thing to do at this point, um, and I... I I don't want to like at the uh I don't want to, this coming off the wrong way mm-hmm. but for a lot of guys at that point the main focus of going to these like concerts or whatever was to just find women and grind on them and th- it was always it's always interesting because like I I I could never at that point I was like <laughs> it was like a moral decision it's like do I just walk up to them and dance on them or do i ask do i be a gentleman or do i just grab them because when you look around you see other people just grab people and it works so should i do that and so i remember uh there's this there's a 
I don't know. They're probably not not twins. Like that's that's probably racist. But there's these two Asian girls that me and my friend went up to, and they were like standing near the front of the concert. And then, like, me and my friend, like, looked at each other. We were like, yeah, let's do this. And then we just, like, grabbed them at the same time. And then, like, they were just standing there, like, at the front, like, woo, like, trying to enjoy the concert. They turned around. They're like, what the fuck? (laughs) Leave us alone. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, so... Well, speaking of rejection, thought I'd bring that up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, Eric. It's all good. You're but, in a better uh, place now. Yes, yeah, much better place. Um, rejection is rejection is a funny thing. There's actually a Twitter account. Uh, it's like Twitter. It's on all social media: Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and it's called like guys that are down bad. And I guess down bad is the 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 collo- the the new term meaning like really horny, and it just shows like guys getting like really like rejected even though they're like really horny if you get if you get the chance anybody listening to this get the chance check it out it's fucking hilarious like i absolutely love it and it reminds me of all the like rejections like i went through like at when i was in junior high i say junior high specifically because i think that's when i was being rejected the most because like that was a time when like you're going through puberty you're trying to like fit in like everybody has like you you feel like everybody has a girlfriend and like you should be the one to get a girlfriend too so you try asking people like there's one time uh during the junior high dance where there's this really pretty girl and um it was like the day before the dance it was so it was like the it was like the end of the day like three o'clock everybody's at their lockers putting their books away and then i just go uh hey excuse me she like turns around hey eric what's going on i'm like hey uh i was wondering if i could go with you you know to the dance for tomorrow like let's go to the dance together she's like ah eric thank you sorry but um i'm dating so she was dating this guy and apparently they've been dating for years (laughs) eric they've been dating for years i had no idea i just like approached them anyways um Oh my god shame on you <laughs> <laughs> fellas do your research uh <laughs> yes always do your research on anyone i remember when facebook came out with the relationship tool like you would see who's <laughs> in a relationship i was like uh-huh. this is a blessing this is a godsend like <laughs> <laughs> this is perfect um but yeah uh another story i'll quickly bring up and just because it comes to my mind kind of an asshole move by me to be honest not it's not even really that funny it's just it's just kind of an asshole move but like some stories are like that um i went to uh i went to montreal this was years ago i think 2000 i want to say 2015 maybe maybe earlier than that 2013 maybe and i was in montreal for a cousin's bachelor party i think i was around 21 at the time and um we had we uh we were invited to this like famous club apparently it was like really famous and a bunch of like stars celebrities go to it all the time we booked the there was like a bunch of us so we uh we booked a a table got these expensive drinks and then like all the guys at the table like super horny or down bad i guess you could call it (laughs) they were like they're saying like fellas 
this is the game plan. We get all this alcohol tonight, so go around and bring girls to the table. And we were like, yes, sir. Like, <laughs> so, uh, like, so we're like, we're just dancing. And then like, some of us like split up or like trying to like talk to people. Um, now this is a bachelor party, so I'm not going to name names. Uh, <laughs> I'm pr- pretty sure I know who it is. And I remember the story. I love it, Eric. I, Keep telling. I, I don't, I don't know if, I don't know if you do. I don't know if I've told this, but, uh, pretty much basically I was like, at one point I was like, you know what? I'm in another city. People don't know who I am. I could be, and this is a very toxic line of thinking. I could be a dick and get away with it because no one's going to know me. Right. So there was this, uh, there's this other group of girls. They were dancing um, beside us at the, there, there were the table right next to us like this. And I, <laughs> I don't know if this is laziness because I only went to them. Uh, <laughs> they were the most convenient, but I, I looked for the girl that had like the birthday sash going across and I was like, you, I'm going to pick her. So she was like, she was, you know, she was drinking. Uh, and then I, I came up and I was like, Hey, uh, do you want to come party over at our, at our table and like, or our, at our booth or whatever? Our, yeah. Our table. Keep in mind, they already have a table. Like they are fine. They've got plenty of alcohol. I think some of us started drinking from their alcohol as well. Uh, <laughs> And then she was like, no, sorry. Like, I'm uh, like, no, no, like, it's okay. I'm fine. And I was like, well, like, I don't know if I asked her out or whatever it was, but I know that she rejected me. And I know that as soon as she left, her other friend walked by and I was like, oh, hey, do you want to join our table? And then they were like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, like, that that's how disrespectful you like, you just, you don't care who, who I am, do you? And I was like, uh, <laughs> I like went back to the other table or like back to our own table. Just some toxic guy masculinity right there. Oh, Eric, you poor soul. I think, um, I guess you learn, right? So that's what it takes. And that's what it takes, right? <laughs> Especially like, it's funny thinking that like, you know, um, my boyfriend was telling me how like, how the male species and then the female species like we all have different emotional intelligence and most female have developed a more emotional intelligence further than um further than a a guy would have so um so yeah so that i guess that's how we have we're good to like coincide and you know coexist together is because like you know he understands my how i think and i understand how he thinks and so you know always give a guy a break you know I guess maybe because you know sometimes when guys think I'm like what the heck's wrong with you you know and then I'm like "Hmm, okay I guess I guess I understand why your emotional intelligence is not you know quite there yet so one day (laughs) you know I I I agree I very much agree to that and to add to my point I really believe rejection builds character in people yes I think that if you were like you, I've heard you, I'm sure a bunch of people have heard stories of like how like girls like that were quote unquote ugly, like in life earlier on, but then suddenly became hot. Like at the end, like they're like the best people. Cause like they've been there and mm-hmm. like, they've made that transformation. And so they're relatable. Whereas mm-hmm. like guys that are like rich, good looking, 
never get told no like they're the biggest assholes to date because like Mm -hmm. they can't compromise yeah i I felt like with rejection like lately uh, not even lately i feel like with rejection it it brings you to two paths you can either like you can (laughs) you can learn from it uh (laughs) but no it's corny but like it's true it's true you can either like learn from it and like like learn about yourself and like figure out like what's going on or you become an, a misogynistic asshole and blame women for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've seen plenty of people turn out both ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you, you cut people off accordingly. Um, but like for me, like rejection, like helped me to understand for oddly enough, rejection helped me like to understand myself better to find like what I was okay with, what I didn't like. I still mm-hmm. have asshole de- tendencies I talked about this on this podcast earlier about like ghosting people. And that was just something I had to learn was wrong. Uh, But um, yeah, like it it honestly does a lot. I remember the earliest memory of this uh, junior high girl, again, junior high that I had a Mm -hmm. big crush on. Um, I didn't talk to her at all. I was very creepy and I thought, (laughs) Cause like all I all I had learned about to get girls was like from movies, from TV shows, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like in a lot of those shows, like it's like you have to have material things. So mm-hmm. what I did was I I went with my mom, and <laughs> we went to um, we went to I think like Walmart or something, and I found like <laughs> this this necklace, like this. It's, it was probably cheap. I don't know if it's fake. Shout out to Walmart Jewelry. <laughs> Zellers. I think it was Zellers. Um, but they sold jewelry. And I was like, I'm going to buy this. It's like her birthday coming up. She's going to love it. And then my mom paid for it. <laughs> and uh, the, the person was like, oh, like, do you need a wide uh, necklace? Or do you need it like shorts? And I was like, I was, I, um, I told her, no, like, She's very cute and petite. Let's get her a small <laughs> necklace. She's like, okay. She's like, okay, great. Uh, that'll be whatever, like this amount. So we bought it. And then I remember I, we, I went back to school. We had like this, like we went to a camp or something. And I was like, perfect. Now is my chance. And I had, uh, I was like, hey, I got you a necklace for your birthday. And she was like, oh, Eric, thank you. And I was like, no problem. And then I didn't talk to her or, <laughs> or anything. Uh, and then later I found out that like she was dating like this other dude. And then I was like, at this time, my like stupid junior high brain was very like hateful. Didn't understand anything. Like what the fuck? What was me? I'd play like uh, garage band songs that were like sad songs. <laughs> I just like play them like, <laughs> but um eventually like we got to a point later on as we like grew up and matured we talked about it i was like you know like i had a big crush on you back in the day she's like i knew (laughs) and and then i was like how come we never worked out (laughs) and then she was like eric you never talked to me and i was like oh yeah you're right i knew i was forgetting something um (laughs) and um yeah like um she told me like the boyfriend that she was seeing at, at that time, she's like, you know, he came to my volleyball practices. He like offered to give me rides home. Like he did all these things. And I was like, yeah, but I got you a necklace and you don't even wear it. 
And then she was like, Eric, this necklace, this necklace is too thin. It doesn't fit my neck. And I was like, oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) That's the thought that counts, right? Yeah. But I really wanted to share that story. I thought it was, uh, I thought it was hilarious. (laughs) And and on topic. I love, uh, I love your stories, Eric. You know, it's a story time with Eric. That's not, what I not second second generation banana story time with Eric. <laughs> that's initially what I I was uh, going for with the podcast. That's like my first two episodes are just stupid stories, but then I I thought like, oh well, you know, I got more to say than dumb stories. I can like incorporate my dumb stories into like actual topics, and so yep. that's where that's where I went with the branding. But you know, um, I never really stick around with one idea all the time. Uh, <laughs> So it might change um, as episodes go on, but yeah. It's funny, Eric. I noticed that that you guys, uh, that you never talked about uh, how I felt like being 30. Like I just asked about you and then you just kept talking and then we moved on to the next topic. I'm like, oh, okay. I guess this is what, uh, is this what it's like to have like a male brain? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very forgetful and moves on right away. It's okay. It's, it's good. Um, why, don't, why don't you share your answer and I'll, I'll include this. Okay, sure. Uh, what I'm, I'm actually pretty excited. Well, yes and no, excited about being 30, right? Like, um, I told my boyfriend that I want a customized cake. <laughs> and, um, and I told my girls that I want like walking sticks, you know, when you go hiking and stuff like that for walking sticks. So, you know, I'm getting old. So, um, but yeah, hopefully I'm just like happy and healthy and, um, and you know, have great friends, great work um yeah just just stay happy does it worry you that like (laughs) this is so like morbid and dark does it worry you that your body is slowly dying because like Uh, your your body's supposed to like deteriorate after 25 oh okay Um, like things like slow down you get like heartburn and stuff and (laughs) your your back hurts a lot well, Eric, this is this is why uh, this is why I exercise. You know, I uh, I go climbing, I go to the gym, I stretch. I also have great benefits from work, so like massage, acupuncture, Cairo. Like I use and abuse those benefits. So um, everything that I can do to keep me healthy and yeah. Nice. I mean, that's not saying I don't exercise. It's just limited because of the pandemic. That's that's what I'll blame it on. Um, <laughs> Anyways. No excuse, but okay. <laughs> uh, I've got two stories here I wanted to share, and then let's just talk about 2020 overall, and then we'll go on to our segments. Sound good? Okay. Sure. Cool. So I had these two stories come up, um, and I thought that they were funny, so I wanted to bring them up on the podcast eventually. Um, and I wanted to hear your, your, your reaction, you know, see what you thought of it. All right. So... Uh, okay, so for my first story, um, once I want to give a quick shout out to uh, Miss Hangry Foodie, um, Stephanie, um, who was uh, able to share via her um, TikTok this um, restaurant, the Cafe Bistro by Marriott's, um, and I was able to take my girlfriend there for her birthday. It was it was great. Um, I was able to find out all the details from her TikTok. Very inspirational. We had a great time. Um, 
so wait that has nothing to do with my story sorry i'm just <laughs> i'm just setting it up um so with christmas coming soon my girlfriend told me uh hey eric i've i, I uh i've got a surprise okay and i was like oh, okay sure now she's the kind of person that is horrible at surprises like she like wants to say it like right away and not like during the moment Okay. So, like, I don't know how I feel about that. Maybe part of me is like, come on. But <laughs> I still love her. Um, okay. So she's like, I, I got, I've got this big secret, big surprise I want to tell you. Can I just tell you what it is now? And okay. then, like, like for the past, like, okay, this, this was before. But, like, for, like, two weeks, she'd be like, I, I got to tell you this. And I'm like, no, don't do it. And I think part of it is because like we, I, we just had her birthday celebration. We had a surprise for her. And like, part of me thinks that like, Oh, she wanted to kind of like return the favor and like, um, like surprise me with something. Is it like so, Christmas, like Christmas stuff or, uh, Christmas present or? no, no. She just had oh, like okay. a surprise. It was very like oh, okay. vague. Okay. And I was like, okay, okay, fine, fine. So eventually I was like, we were driving together and, um, she was like, can I please tell you the surprise? And I was like, in my mind, I'm like, fuck, fine. But <laughs> <laughs> you know she's going to be listening to this, right? Yeah, no, no. We, we talked about this. Okay. Um, so she was like, I was like, okay, fine. How about this? You tell me your surprise, but like, give me some hints and I'll try to guess and then we'll go from there. Okay. And then um, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I think. Like you tell me like the hints, I'll tell you what I think it is. And then you tell me what it actually is okay she was like okay yeah sure that works so like we i had to pull over for this story for what she was going <laughs> to tell me because like we were on like gateway or something like that uh oh, okay so she's like okay the first hint is um it's not actually she's like it's not a, actually a present for you it's a present for me but for I us just, well she was like that's what she's hinting at she's like it's a present yeah she's like it's a present for me um but and I was like, okay. And then the second hint was like, uh, it's going to benefit you though. And I was like, okay. okay. So I was like, so it's a present for you. Like, you're not buying me anything. It's something you got, <laughs> but it's going to benefit me. She's like, yes. I was like, okay. Uh, is it expensive? And my question, my question was like, is it expensive? Mm-hmm. She's like, and she's like, she's like, yes. She gave like a little bit of a sigh. Okay. And then she's like, okay. We're going to, okay, tell me what you think it is, right? Now, before I tell you this answer, I have to specify something. My answer, she told the story to her family, okay? So her family heard my reaction, okay? So let's review. This is a gift. This is something for her, but it benefits me, and it's expensive. I have a list already. Okay, okay, sure, sure, sure. Jocelyn, what what, 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 what do you think it is? Okay, well, first of all, I think it's a vacation somewhere, right? Whether it's like, you know, like, I don't know, some sort of experience, right? That she wants to experience with you, but really it's for her. Like, let's say if it's her favorite, like, restaurant or something, or if it's her favorite, like, I don't know, musical, I would say that. Next thing is probably a lingerie, right? Because lingeries are expensive, okay? Mm. Um, Yeah, those are the first two things that pop in mind is experiences of something or lingerie. It's okay. for her, but technically it will benefit you. Right, right. Ways. So that's, that is, those are great answers, by the way. They're not, okay. they're not correct, 
but okay. those are this that's great because I'm able to like pick your brain and see where you're at. Okay. So she told me her so first of all, her answer was I'm getting a car. <gasps> and I was like, Oh my God, that's incredible. She's like, Yeah, it's gonna benefit you because like you don't have to drive me around as much. Mm-hmm. Like I'm more independent. I won't have like I can, you know, do all these things Amazing. and I can drive you around. We can save kilometers off your car. Yeah. And I was like, Wow, Aww. that's very thoughtful. That is very thoughtful. And she's like, what did you think it was? And I was like, a boob job. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Eric. <laughs> I'm surprised she's still with you, to be honest. <laughs> she's, uh, yeah, we've, we've gone through a lot, but... Uh... <laughs> She she told that she told that to her family and that I that that was the part that surprised me because I didn't think she would. So her sister was like looking at me like, like Yes, Eric. I was like a boot. Oh my god, Eric. But yeah, no, a car is a car is great. Uh, yeah, it, it was great. The funny okay. thing was like my react like when she told me like they look, I'm getting a car. Like her, what the next thing she said was like you don't seem as happy <laughs> and i was like ah uh, no it's great it's just it's just not what i expected <laughs> again male brain and then female brain yes so. 100% um but yeah that's that's that story so okay so this, i'll just move on to the next story <laughs> so okay now i remember why i brought up her birthday so okay. Uh, this was one you could still like go um, at this point you could still get haircuts and stuff right so like for me like when there's like a fancy event <laughs> uh, what I'll do is I'll get my haircut by compound shout out to them mm-hmm. again um, and I'll get my eyebrows done I, like honestly like getting my eyebrows done is just it's just a nice thing for me like I, I experienced it a couple years ago and my cousin Michelle recommended I try it out I love it honestly I love getting my eyebrows done it makes you look clean too. Thank you. The problem yeah. is that not everyone does eyebrows the same way. Like no. it's different from place to place. And mm-hmm. I've gotten screwed by this place before, but <laughs> I went to this place. I go to this place for convenience. I'm just going to, I'll give, I'll shout them out. It doesn't matter. I, so I go to Merle Norman at Southgate mm-hmm. and I, I have a picture on my Instagram where like they fucked up my eyebrows before, but that's in the past, okay? They like they like shaded it in so much, it made it look like I had anime anime eyebrows because they were so <laughs> fucking big. I was not used to that. Like every expression was just like magnified, right? So, anyways, this is not this is uh, this is not about that. Um, but so I go to get my eyebrows done, and just picture this: they're they're a corner store. You can you can see who's in there at any time. Mm-hmm. There's three people in this. There's four people in the store, including me. So three other people. Mm-hmm. There's an Asian employee, a woman. There's a white employee, a woman, and then there's a customer who's also an who's also an Asian woman. So I walk into the store, um, and like the Asian lady, the Asian coworker, is working on the Asian customer. And she she's like doing her eyebrows. So I walk in there, and then I'm like, oh, okay, like I'll just sit over here. So I thought I sat like two seats away. And I don't know these people at all, right? I sat down. I was like, okay, I'll just wait for my turn. So I look at the white employee, the white lady. And I'm just kind of like every now and then I'm just like looking at her, like turning my head, like 
are you gonna help me out today mm-hmm. or like what's going on like do you do you not do eyebrows maybe she doesn't do eyebrows maybe she just yeah. does other things so the entire time like she was like walking around looking at her own hair in the mirror uh just like putting some stuff away cleaning up a little bit and i was like okay whatever that's fine mm-hmm. next thing you know the asian customer finishes like with the asian employee so they they pay they're done they leave then the white employee walks up to me. She goes, oh my gosh, I thought you were with her. Racist. <laughs> in, in that moment, looking back, what I should have said was, oh, really? What made you think that? Yeah. Uh, but what I did say was like, oh, I guess you, di- you really didn't know until the end, did you? She's like, no, I'm so sorry. Yay. But <laughs> I just thought, like... The, the the honest truth is like yeah it's kind of racist but like i've also had moments like that in the past where like i've said like some i've said or done some stupid shit and like this to me is like light racism like racism that i can handle like i'm not getting kicked out of the store or like mm-hmm. beaten up you know what i mean yeah so like this is like a funny story i can take home like the other day i was talking to my like one brown friend who i've known for years and i was uh we were talking and catching up on the phone and uh, he, he surprised me because he was, he started like, like he, he talked about like being fluent. We were talking about being fluent in your own language. Mm-hmm. I like to talk about culture outside of this podcast as well. And mm-hmm. he, he was like, yeah, like, don't you understand Tagalog, Eric? And I was like, like, Oh yeah. You know, like a little bit. And actually, man, I'm impressed that you memorize the word Tagalog. Not a lot of people really know that word. And he's like, yeah, mm-hmm. man, of course. And then I was like, yeah, are you fluent in uh and at that moment I completely forgot what he was. So mm-hmm. I was like, aren't you fluent in uh, you know, um in brown? <laughs> He's like, Eric, what the fuck? And I was like, dude, dude, I'm so sorry. I meant are you fluent in Sikh? He's like, get out. I'm Hindu. <laughs> I'm like fuck. <laughs> You should, you should have said, are you fluent in your language? Yeah. No. See that? I, cu- I could have used that more adultier brain wording, at that moment. Eric, wording. But, yeah. <laughs> okay. Wanted to share that. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Okay. Uh, so, thank you for listening to that. Uh, let's get on to our other segments on the show. So I understand that you've made notes for the show to uh, help prepare. And, you know, I really appreciate that. I know that you're one of uh, the people that really tunes into my show. That means a lot. Uh, You always there to show support. You've, you know, been there for me, driven me around when I was like wasted out of my ass. And I really appreciate that. Um, So I really, and again, I do appreciate the fact that you've taken time to like write down notes. So uh, let's go ahead and get started with community shoutouts. So community shoutouts is an ongoing segment that I do on the show because I always feel like um, it takes a village to raise a community, it takes a village to raise a child, and it's always kind of cool to point out different places around the community that uh, you can give a shout out to, whether they are really cool and meaningful or, you know, whether it's just something you came across and you're like, oh, that's pretty dope. Uh, so what have you got for us today? I have 12. <laughs> you, wait, okay. did you say 12? I have 12 community shout-outs. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Eric. All right, here we go. Okay. 
first one is Majestic Works. So this is my friend's um, business and he just does metalwork and woodwork. The second one is Hello Cindy and she deals with uh, my skincare and I absolutely love her. And she does nails, lashes, um, brows, and she also does a bunch of other stuff. Like I can't even name them. Okay, the next one is Jeanette Cam. She is my friend, a hairstylist uh, in the South Side and shout out to her. Uh, the next one after that is Sam's Donair and Pizza, and that's my friend's uh, family shop in the West End. The one after that is Beauty and the Beach. That is my friend's lashes uh, company. Um, the one after that is Zayden Sensation, uh, my friend's mommy blog. And she does shopping and, you know, um, a bunch of like mom stuff. So yeah. um, the one after that is Dawn I can't, I can't pronounce Don Spinks. Don Spinks. Yeah. So Melanie, shout out to you. Uh, she makes really cute creations and I actually bought coasters from her for Christmas and I absolutely love it. Literally love it. Okay. The one after that is Hello Piggy Creations. My friend uh, creates um, masks and other fabric stuff. Okay. So the first food is... Uh, <laughs> as a Hathaway's Diner. So Hathaway's Diner is like a local North End, like Humboldt um, Diner, and it's really, really good. Okay, two more. <laughs> so one of them is Rock Jungle. So shout out to my gym, Rock Jungle Boulders and Rock Jungle Fitness. And the last one is my friend's um, acrylic uh, paints. So her name is like Iwa Acrylopo. Podium. I can't really pronounce it, but yeah, shout out to all you guys. <laughs> Thank you. I will have all of these places. I will have all of these places uh, listed in the uh, podcast description so you can check it out there. Uh, so I have a community shout out as well. Um, this one is very particular because this uh, bakery that I'm going to be shouting out will actually be a part of the upcoming Instagram giveaway that I will be doing. So make sure to pay attention, follow my stories. I'm going to create, um, I'm going to create probably the video sometime tonight. Um, hopefully we can get it out soon. Um, but yeah, so the first, um, or I guess my community shout out for today is Casey Bakes. Casey Bakes was created um, from my old friend, Kristen. Uh, I was, Kristen invited me to her debut. Uh, <laughs> great person, lovely personality, excellent chef, excellent at bakery. Um, so the notes I have here, um, it is an Instagram-based dessert shop for my old friend, Kristen. You can check out her page for all the delicious and creative desserts that she has made from home. While taking a quick glance at her page, you can see a Fortnite cake, a Pokemon cake, and some Grogu slash Baby Yoda fondant, fondant cakes. Fondant. Fondant. Thank you. Uh, and today she came out with like a LeBron James, like LA Lakers style cake as well. Those are really cool. Uh, from what I've heard, Kristen's bestseller is her sushi bake. Uh, her shop is pickup only and you can DM her for any questions you may have. And yes, so stay tuned to her shop being included in the Instagram contest uh, later this week, or maybe even early next week, as mentioned for my previous episode. So check it out. Uh, the Instagram is S. Okay, Jocelyn, uh, do you want to take the lead for Asian of the Week? Oh, yes. I have like 
have four actually, so. Okay, let's go. Okay, first one is Asian Boss Girl. So these are three girls. Um, yes, I'm Eric. I'm promoting another podcast on your podcast. So Asian Boss Girl ABG. Um, so these are these girls just talk about like you know, just being an American woman. And one of the hosts, Helen, is Phil. Is Phil's uh, fiance. Phil like Wong Fu Productions fiance. So yes, so I like listening to them. Uh, second one is my favorite. His name is Matoki. He is half Japanese um, and half like white. And he's just hilarious. Like I love, I absolutely love him. Um, the next one is Jackie Chan. Uh, forever, I love Jackie Chan um, and all his moves and everything and the things he's done for the community. So, and then the last one is Gemma Chan. She is like. Um, the one of the place of part in Crazy Rich Asians, and she's just gorgeous, like, like gorgeous. So, love her. Yeah. Gemma Chan's yeah. also going to be in the upcoming Marvel movie. Um, oh shit! What's like? Well, <laughs> I know she. I know Gemma Chan is a part of uh, Captain Marvel. Oh. Yeah, she's uh, one of the aliens in the movie. Um, and then she's also coming. She's also going to be part of that upcoming uh, Marvel movie as well. Um, the one with Kamal Kamal Nanjari. Um, the, honestly, I don't remember the name of this movie. I'm, this is okay. not one of the movies I'm looking forward to. But yeah, those are <laughs> solid choices. Thank you, Jocelyn. Yeah. Uh, so I have two as well. So that makes six Asians of the week. <laughs> uh, so the first one this is quite a bit. It's Paul Hyung Sun Lee. Uh, so Paul Hyung Sun Lee is a Korean Canadian actor known for his role as Appa in Kim's Convenience. He joins fellow co-star Simu Liu in the Asian of the Week segment and actually played his dad in the show. Uh, so his name was Appa in the show. He joined several of, uh, recently he joined several of Disney's Mandalorian episodes and is now a part of the Star Wars universe. He joins the Star Wars universe as one of the more recent but few Asian characters alongside Kelly Marie Tran as Rose Tico. Uh, in the Man- in the Mandalorian, he plays the role of an X-wing fighter pilot named Carson Teva, and he doesn't have to use his accent in the role. Paul says that his journey into the Star Wars universe began when he ran into Mandalorian executive producer Dave Filoni, who said he was a fan of Kim's Convenience and wanted to write him a uh, part onto the show. So yes, Asian representation matters. Um, and since the Mandalorian has been one of the best parts of 2020 uh, for me personally, I did not want to miss giving him a shout out on one of uh, my favorite shows of the year. You can check out his Instagram page at angryappa, A-N-G-R-Y-A-P-P-A. The second, um, my next point here is also continuing on with representation of Asian people in media. It is very important. I think it can be very important when you have Asian people in media that not only adults can see, but that children can see as well. And the person I'm introducing next checks off those boxes. So my second uh installment for asian of the week is joshua or josh de la cruz so josh de la cruz is a filipino american actor dancer musician and singer he's filipino so of course he does all of those uh <laughs> de la cruz plays a fictional version of himself as the new host of the television show blues clues and you uh Jella Cruz joined the show to be a host to the reboot last year in 2019 as someone who watched Blue's Clues a lot growing up when I first came across the, new, the news this year that uh he was joining the show I'll be honest I felt kind of emotional it was like it was really nice like it was very special to me 
um, to see a Filipino lead onto the show. Happy tears. Uh, you can find clips of him on YouTube as well, where he embraces Filipino culture when he does things like bless his elders. So that was a really nice touch. Thank you, Blues Clues. And thank you, Jocelyn, for those suggestions. Yeah, Jocelyn, uh, we're coming up to the end of the show here. Was there any final messages you wanted to say? Um, and I guess before that, I just wanted to say thanks again for, you know, allowing me to have some of your time, some of your time to come on the show. I know you're one of my closest friends uh, for a long time. You mean a lot to me. It means a lot that we've stayed in touch. Um, and I'm glad to do podcasts where I'm able to reconnect with old friends and catch up on things. Like it's one of the important things for me this year with 2020. Uh, we skipped the whole 2020 treatment. Uh, <laughs> one of the most, but yeah, I, I really mean it everywhere here. Like one of the most important things about 2020 is like really, there's a lot of times where you feel isolated. You feel like you're alone a lot of the time. But like, honestly, it, t- it does take two people to reach out. Um, and I'm, I'm glad that we were able to get this done. It was great hearing from you and... I'm so thankful. Of course. Thanks, Eric, for having me on the podcast. You know, I was always be like, oh, what's Eric going to ask me? Ah, he's never going to ask me. I'm better go go get in touch with him. <laughs> just just, just take, take, take things in your own hands. Yes. Um, Jocelyn, where can our uh, listeners find you on the social media or anything like that? Or uh, any, anything coming up next? Um, well, if you find me, you find me, but I'm not going to give it out, so. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> my my last name on Facebook isn't my last name, so, if you didn't notice. But, yeah. So, if you find me, yeah, you find me, but if you don't, then, well, until next time. Until next time, our, my friends. Um, awesome. So, thank you once again, Jocelyn. You were a pleasure. Um... As always, you can find the show on Anchor FM and Spotify. You can also find the social media for our page on Instagram and Twitter uh, at 2NDGB underscore official. So 2NDGB underscore O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L. You can join the conversation on Twitter when you use the hashtag SGBpod. I'll be keeping an eye out for those. This uh, episode was recorded on Zoom. And my closing speech, as always, Maraming salamat sa pakikinig ninyo sa aking podcast. Thank you for listening to my podcast. This has been Kuya Eric from the Second Generation Banana Podcast, alongside my guest, Jocelyn. I'm about to split. I'll see you next time. Take care.